0: She took us 200,000 euros. Today we're going to talk about why you have to create options for yourself to choose the right girlfriend life partner from. We're going to talk about what happens when you don't take dating serious. Now dating is only a means to an end. For some people, for some pickup artists, having intimacy with as many women as possible seems like the ultimate goal. Obviously, that isn't the case for you or I but it is still important to create options to choose the right person from. Why that is? We'll talk about today. A friend of mine, extremely intelligent man, good-looking guy, really good-looking guy, tall, jacked, super intelligent, the whole package. Worked for a big tech company. He is not the guy where you think that, oh, he struggles with women. And he did have options, which was interesting. Yet, He never created a sufficient amount of options for himself and he also didn't study the dynamics and he didn't screen for compatibility by communicating his personality in a raw and authentic fashion. This guy is somebody who's very confident in his job, confident in general as well, but (laughs) when it came to women, his communication would change ever so slightly. Have you ever seen that where a man might be very confident around boys or in business and then he talks to the wife and he's a little bit like his tone of voice changes a little bit he becomes a little bit more agreeable his personality isn't as oomph you know what i'm saying i'm sure you've seen that i've seen that as well and that in addition to him not well he actually had some options in fairness not choosing the right ones not disqualifying properly led to him moving all around the world for a woman that he was dating he was about to get married, thank God he didn't, yet they were engaged and she kept 200k worth of his assets, some of that in cash, some of it being invested into a house, a watch collection, etc, etc. He lost a shit ton of money, but more important than the 200k was the time that he wasted and the emotional suffering that he endured. He moved from Europe to fucking Australia, be careful that you don't fall, because of one lady. First piece of advice, first lesson, never ever move anywhere just for a woman. Never move to a different country because of a woman. That's the first lesson. Second lesson is you have to create options for yourself. Third lesson is you have to disqualify the wrong ones pretty quickly. The most important lesson probably in addition to that, which ties into what I was saying in the beginning, taking dating seriously, is that you have to communicate your personality shamelessly. You shouldn't communicate too differently with your male friends in business and with women. Yes, obviously, on the other hand, you have to communicate very differently with women if you want to create attraction and connection and a degree of fun and lightheartedness, for sure, absolutely. That's why we have a fucking coaching program. That's why we help clients with this particular thing in their lives because it is a separate skill set because communication has to be tailored to the context. But the extent to which you set boundaries, the extent to which you're disagreeable, the extent to which masculinity manifests itself in your communication has to be the same. If you're more masculine in your job or your career or your business than you are with your lady, it hasn't worked too well. Now, maybe you run your own business, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a dentist. Maybe you're an anesthesiologist and you have hierarchy, people that you respond to, okay? If you're a business owner, it's a bit different because usually people who run their own business, they become a little bit more harsh, right? A little bit more poof, balls on the table, and that's great. But if that's you, if you're a business owner, then I would encourage you to transfer the same pattern into your dating life. Now, you're probably missing the skills out of building attraction that's separate, but I would encourage you to, transfer the same degree of radical honesty and bam, balls on the tableness, if that's what you want to call it, into your dating and your relationship life. Now, if you work in any kind of an employment scenario, say you're a doctor and you work in a company, a company, a hospital, which is a company, by the way, or you're a dentist or an anesthesiologist, and you still have people that you respond to higher-ups, or you work in a big software company and you have to deal with clients, chances are you're still a little bit careful and people pleaserish in your communication. You're still a little bit too weak. <laughs> it's probably true. Now, in fairness, if you're an employee, you could make an argument that you have to suck a corporate dick to an extent. Right? That's part of the reason why I wasn't able to work for a company anymore because I just couldn't take that. Right? I just hate authority. I'm the first person to learn. I spent an ungodly amount, this way, up the stairs again, the famous stairs, slowly, slowly, don't fall, (laughs) on coaches and mentors over the years, attended personal development seminars. I've been extremely fortunate to be able to learn from extremely smart, intelligent, and skilled people over the years. But these are people who have an expertise that I want to learn from. It's not somebody who wants to dictate my life. So I have a huge problem with authority. Anyway, which is, by the way, also a good story that you can tell when you meet women. Right, little side note, you have amazing stories about your life. You're just telling them in a boring way. What do you do? Well, I'm a lawyer. I'm an engineer. I'm a doctor. Boring. Yeah, so I used to work for a tech company, but then I realized I have a problem with authority, and so I started my own business. Ooh, problem with authority. They like that, okay? But you ha- even if you don't have a problem with authority, you can start telling stories about yourself in a way more exciting fashion, but that's beside the point. Now... On the one hand, you can't be too abrasive in your communication, in your work environment. But I would argue, because I've seen it even in tech sales, some of the best salespeople in enterprise sales, used to work for a company called Salesforce, the best ones, they weren't the ones who are people-pleaser-ish, who tell the clients whatever they wanted to hear. No, they actually had strong frames. They were super kind, they understood push-pull, they were extremely intelligent in their communication, they were smooth operators. But they also weren't afraid... To disagree and tell the client when he was fucking up. was like, hey, we agreed on this timeline. What's happening? That's not fair. Because that actually makes people respect you. So that is a universal pattern. Now, as I was saying earlier, when it comes to building attraction and a man-to-woman connection in a dating context, there's obviously patterns that are unique to the context of dating, for sure. But I would encourage you to transfer, if you're a business owner, the same habit of radical honesty over. Or if it's a new habit for you which for a fair percentage of my clients it is to start <clears throat> communicating what you actually believe doesn't mean you have to become actively abrasive towards employees peers managers walk a little bit over here because there's some people coming no no over this here over this side please thank you you have to doesn't mean you have to be actively abrasive a little more over here thank you but you still have to become more honest because people will actually respect it gentle yet firm, gentle yet firm, because if you don't, then what's gonna happen to you is exactly what happened to my friend. And by the way, the reason it happened to him is because he wasn't listening to me, because this sounds so stupid, and it sounds like a sales pitch, and I swear to God, it isn't. But people only value what they invest in. I'm sure you've helped or tried to help some of your friends for free, be that in business or in fitness, and they didn't really give a fuck about your advice because you gave it to them for free, true. Like, I tried to to help so many friends over the years. Some of them, they took my advice. A lot of them just completely ignored it because they didn't have to pay for it. I have clients who pay insane amounts of money to get my help, personal or in a group coaching program. And since they pay, they're invested, they're locked in, and they actually fucking implement it. My friend, he wasn't listening to me, so he was doomed to suffer. And I told him, you will suffer, and you're going to come crawling back. And when you come crawling back, I will be there, I'll welcome you with open arms, and I'll take care of you. No problem. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And who am I to say that he wasn't supposed to learn that lesson? Me and my ex-wife, I had to learn that lesson. You probably wouldn't have been able to talk me out, or my friends wouldn't have been able to talk me out of being with her, even though physically she wasn't even that attractive personality wise and we were somewhere she was extremely intelligent and she's a good person at heart just a bit difficult but there were a lot of things that weren't right but why did i do that well because i didn't have options my friend good looking tall intelligent guy has everything going for himself and yet he ended up like that because you can be killing it in a lot of areas but if you don't dedicate yourself to really studying it for three months six months two months a year and then choose the right girlfriend and life partner You're going to end up a cuck. What's going to happen is you'll be afraid to communicate your needs. You'll be afraid to disagree because you don't have options. And you're, oh, this is the only lady of such quality. Give you personality, values, looks. And then she'll lose respect for you. Because this woman, I don't want to name any names, but she was extremely disrespectful. Let's go here. She was extremely disrespectful towards my friend. And there was abuse in certain ways. I'm not going to go into too much detail. And you'd never think, if you saw a guy like that, that there'd be abuse like that. But there was. And that's what's going to happen to you. Because if you don't communicate your needs, what's truly... Going to manifest itself is a life of quiet desperation. Henry David Thoreau says, most men live lives of quiet desperation. And you will end up living a life of quiet desperation because you've never trained to say what's on your mind. You've held back. And I'm here today to encourage you to speak the truth. Speak what's going on in your mind. Speak the truth or at least don't lie. And be as accurate with your speech as humanly possible the more you can just say what's on your mind and risk offending the wrong people, the more the right people will truly appreciate you and the more you're going to lose the wrong people. You have to be willing to let go of the wrong people. If I were to meet my ex-wife now, a conversation would go no longer than three to five minutes because she'd get offended by my very existence. She'd look at me and say, oh, this guy really isn't for me she start talking about feminism. And I'm like, no, thank you so much. That's not for me. We'll move on here. I believe in equal rights for women, of course. But that ideology is really not something <laughs> that I encourage. So we would go separate ways. And I could have saved myself years of suffering. I've suffered a tremendous amount in the relationship with my ex-wife. And again, I'm not saying that to get compassion. And I'm not telling you the story about my friend So you can get compassion or so you can muster compassion inside of you for him. But it's a warning to you that you think that this is just going to take care of itself. You think you're going to find a healthy relationship by itself. If you can't even communicate properly. You think you can communicate properly, but you can't. If you had the skill set, you would have the result. You currently have blind spots in your mindset and in your communication. If you do not dedicate yourself to fixing this, it can be with me. You can try it by yourself. You can do it with somebody else. I don't care. But if you don't take it serious, obviously I care. Do it with me. We're the best. <laughs> That's but I, what I care more, what I care about more, than you filling in the application form for a free initial consultation call is that you dedicate yourself to this. Because once you say, okay, I'm going to really go for it. I'm really going to figure this out. I'm going to create enough high quality options for myself through dating apps, through Instagram, through in-person approaches, I will disqualify the wrong people. I'll build attraction. I'll become radically honest. I'll study the dynamics of attraction. Then you'll be able to increase the probability to a maximum that the relationship will succeed. And remember, this is not about you becoming a tyrant in the relationship either. You want to have a relationship on eye level, but the clients who come to me, they're already really kind and nice Guys, they overinvest. Chances are, you overinvest. You have a habit of being a little bit too nice, of investing a little bit too much, too soon, of agreeing a little bit too much and changing your communication and being fake. And remember, women want you to be kind. They want you to be generous. But above all, they want you to be real and raw. There's too many men out there who are weak, who are faking things. And women are sick of it. They will never respect you. They want a man who sets boundaries. They want a man who may be a little bit rough around the edges, still kind and generous, but who can be a little bit rough around the edges, but who truly speaks what's on his mind. And if a boundary needs to be set, he's going to do so in a gentle, yet in a firm way. Apply for a free initial consultation call. Speak your truth. Take this serious. Wish you all the best. Take care.